What's going on, everybody? 360 Digital Closing Bell here. We're live on YouTube from an undisclosed location here in Denver, Colorado, on this gorgeous Tuesday, September 15th, 2020. As always, I'm your humble correspondent, Michael Tanner, joined as always by the executive producer of the show, the purveyor of the show, and the director of both the world's greatest website, Oil and Gas 360.com, Stuart Turley. How are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. Beautiful day in the neighborhood. I got a bike ride coming up after this, so we got to keep it short. Yeah, we got to get you out of here. You need your 40, 50 miles. We need to get back on a bike, on a mileage count for you. We'll be back at the end of the week. We have a good show for you guys lined up. Not much in the equity space. We will hold Lone Star's funeral, unfortunately, as they fire ch file Chapter 11 restructuring this morning. Hurricane Sally's shutting in some Gulf production, which is why I think we're seeing some rising oil prices. We'll cover that. Stu's got some stuff in the international news desk. Light stuff on the equities desk. But first, guys, just subscribe. 360 Digital Closing. Well, iTunes, Spotify, YouTube. The best way. This stay up to date on all of your energy market news as we look at the overall you know markets fairly flat for both SPY finishing a half a percentage point up and the Dow Jones only finishing two points up or 0.01 percentage points that seems some weird anomaly tech stocks do very well mostly rebounding from a horrible 10% sell-off they had they trading at 11,396 they did out about a, about a percent gain crude oil prices though as we look at them jumped up to 38.27 so good to see those levels get back up really off the back of some Gulf of Mexico oil production gets done in due, uh, due to the fact that hurricane, it's now Hurricane Sally. If you listened to the show yesterday, we were referring to it as Tropical Storm Sally. Well, overnight he grew up, he went from diapers to big boy pants, and we took away the, the, the training wheels, and we are now a Hurricane Sally. Um, Shell said it's done in some of their production. Um, you know, a 12-month strip, 41.47. That's a 1% increase. Natural gas up 2.5% or uh, 2 percentage points, we'll say. Uh, $2.35. 12-month strip fade fairly flat, though. So as you can see, Hurricane Sally affecting the sh both the short-term contracts for natural gas and crude oil. But that 12-month strip stay fairly flat for both of them. XOP, which is our EMP securities contract, half a percentage point down, 45.23. OIH, Oil Food Services, had a good day, probably because they were all pumped about this Liberty interview we just cut yesterday up six tenths of a percentage point 112 23 when we look on the downside for equities uh big uh you know okay day um pretty clustered around that four or five percentage point amplify energy corporation they were down five and a half percentage points um excuse me, to uh, 91.36. Friends of the show, unfortunately, not everyone has that great of a day. Goodrich Petroleum, ticker symbol DDP. Love those guys. They were down 5.24 percentage points today, $7.19. Tricor Resources comes in as biggest loser of the day, though. Five and a half percentage points, $5.89. On the upside, though, some good numbers. Mexico Energy Corporation, $4.47, uh, um, up 20%. Cosmos Energy, $1.24, up 22%. And our biggest winner, Oasis petroleum after making interest payments they did it so they stave off another level of bankruptcy um who knows if it was cash on hand or just through another loan but whatever markets enjoyed that up 28 percent 51 cents on that indice Stu, what do we have in the international news desk hey michael uh we got a couple things want to give you a shout out to you and ron on that liberty uh interview it's nice inter uh, interviewing the president of the company and having an outstanding interview. It was a fun one. I enjoy producing. Okay, moving right along here. Uh, Petrobras again is got in the news again. Uh, they are putting out uh, one of the largest producing units in the world off the Brazilian coast. 
Michael, try to guess how many thousands of barrels per day this thing's going to produce. Thousands of barrels. Let's go uh, 85,000. Uh, 225,000 barrels of oil Ooh. per day. And this is out of uh, a what, an oil well? Yeah, that is one well. And one so well is doing 225,000 barrels a day. One well. That's Holy smokes. Petrobras, this is Brazil? This is Brazil. Good for them. Holy smokes. That's a big one. Uh, and, and the next one up, uh, you know, we got your buddy Steven there on Munchin. And I'm just going to give my a buddy bit Steve of a, Muchin. My buddy Steve Muchin. And why is he my buddy? He calls you for financial advice. If he and, called me for financial advice, trust me, the Fed would be doing a lot. Not the Fed, but the Treasury Department would have very different policies than they have right now. Oh, my goodness. Okay. I'm only going to say this when he says the quote on the thing was, now's not the time to worry about the fiscal deficit on the Fed's balance sheet. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Somebody's got to pay for all this crap sometime. And I agree. I've said my Social Security is coming up, and it ain't going to be there if we keep spending it this way. Okay. Yeah. All and right. trust me, you're just about to get Social Security, and you might not even get it. So imagine somebody like me who's got all this time until Social Security. No, I, I, I totally agree with you. If Muchin was to call us up, one, we'd charge him a pretty penny. But two, we'd tell him exactly that, Stu. Cannot continue to keep this spending. You know, uh, you know. if you want to – we talk politics every day, so I'd be remiss if I didn't try to bring it up every day. Why is it whenever there's a Democrat in office, we talk about how big the debt is, and then all of a sudden a Demo- we, 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 we elect a Republican, yay, but we don't care one iota about the debt. What is the U.S. national debt right now, Stu? What do you think? Uh, we are going to be over $3 trillion, I believe, this year. Well, that's this year. What do you think the total U.S. national debt is? It's disgusting. It is horrible. I'm about to get airsick. Hold on. Uh, I'll give it to you just before. It's $26.7 trillion with a T. That's about $81,000 per citizen or about $220,000 or $214,000 per person. So we ventured too far. It's There's just a lot of debt. So if Eugene calls us up, we cannot continue to increase that. I'm going back to the international news desk here for a second. Um, there are some uh, things going on as far as uh, I'm trying to figure out what the market is going to do for billions of millions of barrels per day in demand loss. I'm getting two or three different numbers. The IEA and came I, out with a reduction in their forecast of demand. And so, yes, I where I don't know where all this oil is going to go. Great. Brazil has 225,000 barrels coming online on one well. Who's buying? That's right. But, you know, they got the capability. And how about the other uh, South American country drilling 100 wells in the Permian? Uh, But that being said, um, there is 1.2 billion uh, barrels in tanks in storage already. So uh, I'm trying to get some real numbers, and I just want to let you know that the research is trying to get there 
But there's about 16 different stories out there right now. I can only imagine. And you might be able to find out more of this information on our new dashboards that are going to be rolling out and launching October 1st. We've got everything, Stu. We're going to have crude oil inventories. We're going to have natural gas inventories. We're going to have rig counts completely free, updated every single week, probably about two, three hours after the EIA drops it. That's about how long it's going to take our internal backend systems to roll this stuff out. So check all of that. We're also going to have a subscription side which we're still working on, but I can tell you this, guys. We had a little meeting. I'll give you a little inside base. We had a little meeting today. What we're eyeing is this. Um, if you attended the TOGCC conference, you're familiar with the conference, what we would call our conference book, which is basically an individualized um, financial overview of each company. Um, and we're probably going to come up with a list of about 100, give you everything from revenues, even every financial information you can think of, we're going to throw into a dashboard per company. You're going to be able to search by companies. You're not quite going to be able to do cross-company comparisons yet. We're working on it. The other thing you're going to see, updated ESG data, guys. We have a plethora of data that we actually had a really cool meeting on today learning about some of the stuff we're going to be able to, to dive into and, and, and maybe talking about overall scores and be able to break down what some of these ESG, you know, I think a lot of times you see the ESG score for, you know, our friends at Goodrich Petroleum is 12. But what does that mean? No one knows what that means. What's it relative to your peer companies? What's that even mean? What's the numbers that, what's to go into that? So the individual number means, and that's really what I think these dashboards are going to be cool. We're also going to be playing around with some debt information. Um, so it's going to be really stool. You got something to say. No ESG, no access to capital. How do I get my ESG fixed? Call us, call Intercom. It's true. Take a look. You're going to be able to look at your ESG score and say, is this where I want it to be? Because trust me, as students and investors are demanding, you can check out all of the crude oil or the dashboards available on the world's greatest website, oilandgas360.com. On the U.S. shale side, guys, it's it's pretty quick. Yesterday, we talked about Tropical Storm Sally. Well, it's a big boy now, Hurricane Sally. It's been upgraded to making landfall tonight or tomorrow. Unfortunately, it's not really a laughing matter because about a 25% of U.S. Gulf production shut in. Also, you know, fingers crossed for those people. I actually, you know, you know a good friend of mine, um, um, good friend of the show, Connor McCarl. Um, his sister lives down in that area. Hopefully, not affected by that. So, if you are affected by that, you know, your heart really goes out to you guys. Um, but when we really look um, at what's going to happen, not nearly as much um, production getting shut offline as we saw with Hurricane Laura. There was 85%, or about 1.5 million barrels. We're only looking about 200,000 or 495,000 barrels a day, and about 760 uh, MCF per gas about uh, 500 uh, about 152 uh, rigs were evacuated according to the Bureau of Safety and Environmental Enforcement who provides all this data courtesy of more friends of the show TGS who give all these guys information was really awesome shell sat uh, uh, a shell sat uh, shut in its Apatamox platform while also curtailing a bunch of its volumes at its Mars and Eurosa facilities which are some of the largest plays out there Chevron shut at all of its deep water facilities um, and Murphy confirmed to evacuate everything they had in terms of the refinery terminals we talked about yesterday um Phillips 66 shut in their Bella Chase, Louisiana Alliance refinery. That's 255,000 barrels a day. Um, and uh, Chevron spokesman Sean Comey came out and said that the uh, uh, Pascalucas refinery in Mississippi is still operating. So as you kind of see, it's hitting more along that Alabama-Mississippi border, more on that Alabama side. So, you know, everybody along that border, we hope, stay safe. Um, uh, thank goodness the Sitco Petroleum refinery is still down. No problem saying that. 
Um, we need to get those guys out of here. Um, still, it's got down due to lore, so we don't have to worry about anything happening from that. Um, the other thing uh, we have to do, Stu, is unfortunately we have a funeral uh, to hold for Lone Star Resources. A quick moment of silence. All right, that was enough. Guys, we've been talking about this for a couple weeks now. We were expecting Lone Star Resources probably 30 days ago uh, to declare Chapter 11 bankruptcy, but it came today. They got 30 days in forbearance. They go ahead and file and, and do what what we like to call the dirty deed um, and files a, pre uh, a pre-bankruptcy filing, which means they're prepping and announcing restructuring. Um, unsecured note holders are getting 96% of the new company. Uh, current preferred note holders, 3%. And, or, or, yeah. Yeah, unsecured notes holders 96%. Current preferred uh, stockholders get 3%. And current current common stockholders, you get 1%. So go ahead and divide your portfolio by 100 if you're a stockholder. That's what you get. Um, Going to be interesting, though. Um, RBLs are receiving cash distributions equal to the unpaid interest due to the uh, in the filing date. They also warrant and also warrants up to 10% purchase in the new company. And all of these exit RBLs they're getting are up to to 152 million and to give you an idea they were working off a 335 million dollar uh, rbl to begin with so that's this is some of the when we talked about um uh, a lot of the the, the refinancing and, and the redeterminations that are happening there's a 66 percent cut in your rbl well one because you're firing bankruptcy but it's more than we've seen in a lot of these new rbls that have come up you know what that means Stu? it's these oil prices are starting to catch up with this is a good this is a sign that these redeterminations aren't going to be pretty i know it's a chapter 11 but a 66 percent cut specifically when you know you know you know the, the, their ceo former banker he knows how to make these deals when he only when he's getting a 66 percent cut in his rbl you know that means oil price has a lot to do with it um you know it'll be interesting though they're still going to have about 200 million in debt stew when they emerge from this so it'll be very interesting to see how they roll out but like we said this management team capital background be you know probably moving forward um it'll be interesting but you know and having that capital background they'll find their way to navigate throughout this we forget about anything today uh, i don't think so michael excellent job as usual it's, it's, it's been a fun day, guys. And, and with that, we're going to go ahead and let you guys get back to work. Thank you for checking out the 360 Digital Closing Bell Daily Show here on the Oil and Gas 360.com, the world's greatest website. You can find this show online via the world's greatest website. Or also, starting yesterday and today, Apple Podcast 360 Digital Closing Bell, whatever you get it. We, with that, we'll let you get out of here, guys. We'll see you tomorrow for another episode of the